0: Steel Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. China's Baowu Group has emerged as the world's largest steelmaker in 2020, overtaking ArcelorMittal with over 100 million tons of annual output capacity. The state-owned giant continues to expand across China's steel economy, acquiring nine state-owned firms in the past two years alone. Though Baowu has been performing well from a financial perspective, many point to issues such as disunity within the company's ever-expanding management structure. Today I sit down with my steel analyst, Rico Yu, to discuss uh, his recent report on what's happening inside Baowu, but first a rundown of the news of the week. China's total real estate investment reached 40.24 trillion yuan in the first four months of 2021, up. 21.4%, 21.4 percent, with a total floor with total floor space sold rising by 48.1 percent during this time. This, according to China's National Bureau of Statistics, which also noted that accumulated sales were up 68.2 percent on year, with total property sales amounting to over 1.5 trillion yuan during this time. New policies have resulted in a number of auctions for premium lands in April that saw real estate investments surge into the development sector that month. Accumulated land acquisitions reached 10 million square meters in April. Furthermore, newly added floor space under construction reached 539 million square meters in the first 4 months of this year, up nearly 13% in the same period of 20 compared to the same period in 2020. The Shigong Group, China's largest producer of rebar, announced that it will cut its long steel prices by nearly 300 yuan, or 47 U.S. dollars per ton on May 21st. This comes after a near 600 yuan price hike between May 11th and May 20th, and uh, as well as stern warnings from Beijing that price controls will be strictly enforced amid rising prices across the country. A total of 62 blast furnaces in China's key steel production region of Tangshan underwent Uh, maintenance this past week, affecting nearly 52,000 cubic meters of production capacity during this time. This comes amid extensive and unprecedented production restrictions in the region that have contributed heavily to China's high steel prices at this time. Inventories of iron ore at China's 45 major ports sat around 125 million tons as of May 20th, up slightly by some 233,000 tons on week. The average daily discharge rate among these ports fell by three point two percent during this time, primarily due to ongoing production or transport restrictions in China's Hebei province. Iron ore prices in China continue to fall, down by another five US dollars to just under two hundred and eight dollars per tonne on may twentieth. This comes amid ongoing restrictions on steel industry operations, as well as warnings from the central government about rising prices of bulk commodities at this time, cooling market sentiment. And now to our top story. Here to discuss some of the challenges to Bau's ongoing expansion is Rico Yu, an analyst at MySteel. Rico thank, Rico, thank you for joining
1: us. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me today.
0: Uh, Rico, give us a little background about Bau. How did it come into existence?
1: Yeah, sure. Uh, China Bao Group was formed by a joint uh, reorganization of the former Bao Steel Group and Wuhan Area Steel Group, as as known as WISCO. And it is merged in 2016, which is the biggest issue at that time, because both of these two companies, they are leading enterprises in China's steel sector. So at present, China Bao Group is the only steel group in the world. Which uh, is its profits uh, account for one fifth of, uh, of the total profits of the entire steel sector in China uh, in 2019. And the uh, steel making capacity uh, exceeded 100 million tons, overtaking Enceladon for the very first time uh, at 2019, which ranked Enceladon uh, ranked for the uh, worst number one for 14 consecutive years before.
0: Okay, so Bao is sort of starting to emerge as one of China's uh, national champion state-owned firms. Yeah. Um, tell us some of Baowu. Tell us about some of Bao's recent mergers and acquisitions deals, and how the company is becoming more vertically integrated.
1: Yeah, after the merger and acquisition um, from Bao, Bao Steel and Wuhan Iron Steel, the pace of merger and acquisition in China's steel sector is accelerating as Bao is a uh, most typical one uh, following the completion of it uh, with Kueming Steel, maian Steel, even Shandong Steel in this year, we see this is another giant company in, in steel sector in China. Uh, what's more, we know, we've also noticed that the target company for will become more comprehensive, uh, such as we, all, they also take mining companies like a uh, Taipei by mining, they take a stainless um, a producer like Tisco, Taiwan stainless company, Steel, which is also acquired by Bau, and they control the large chromium resources in the world. And these resources is an essential elements for the stainless steel making. Um, yeah, stainless steel. And Baowoo also obtain other logistic company and the trading company. That's how we call this is vertically integrated company intending to get involved in all, most of the part on the entire steel value chain.
0: Okay. How has Baowu performed financially in the midst of this rapid expansion?
1: Yeah, okay, financial issue is a a big concern for Baowu after uh, a series of the uh, MA in recent three years. Mm -hmm. And Baowu obtained a significant improvement on their profitability in recent three years. Which is in line with the uh, rapid expanding on the business scale. Mm-hmm. Uh, in 2020, the total profit accounting for 22 out of the total profit in the steel sector in China. Mm. And along with the rapid uh, expansion, uh, thanks to the good risk control by, by Bao the debt to asset ratio, uh, risk of the company has been controlled smoothly. The balance sheet is definitely um, expanding for sure, mm-hmm. uh, but the insolvency risk is hedged.
0: So far, so they're they're performing quite well. We're seeing profits up. We're seeing uh, debt uh, under control, yeah, uh, which is pretty phenomenal given the rate of its expansion. Um, Bao is, without being too, you know, one more time. All right, um, so. Stating the obvious, uh, Baowu is a, state-owned, is a Chinese state-owned corporation in the process of acquiring other Chinese state-owned corporations. How does this context set it apart from traditional merger and acquisition deals?
1: Yeah, okay. I think this is, as I mentioned, like Tisco and Mindshan Steel, they, they did the zero transfer. They get a zero compensation from Baowu. Uh, they they have to transfer their share to to bao group mm-hmm. uh its the intention is only to enlarge their market share to 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 acquire these two companies and but the difference apart from the Wall street way to doing uh, is like uh, it is a super short term for Bao to acquire so much company within a short term and three months m a is rarely happen in Wall Street. And uh, like Wall Street, we are doing financing, accounting, auditing, and uh, they get approval from the local authorities. This is a long process, minimum two years, and mm-hmm. about only well, takes three, like three months to acquire one company. Uh, another difference is uh, who is the main driver, who is the main motivation to push the MA to happen. The local authority play a imp- critical role mm-hmm. in this process.
0: Yes, and a lot of these companies that they're acquiring are owned by provincial or even municipal governments, and not, uh, no. not the, not the central government.
1: Yes.
0: um, in his two thousand book, two thousand six book, uh, "China Shakes the World," James Kinga notes that you know a Chinese state-owned corporation uh, ultimately serves for the for the purposes of the state and its goals, um, and one of China's main goals is, is social stability, so providing, you know, enough employment for its 1.4 billion citizens, including, you know, generous benefits such as free lunches and uh, housing in some circumstances. Um, in this way, you know, when we bring two state-owned corporations together, uh, it, you ultimately are going to take on redundancies. Uh, what... Has Baowu done to deal with redundant employees and management within its newly acquired companies? Yes.
1: the redundancy um, problem is actually not only for Baowu but for all the international company when they do emerging acquisition, you are facing it. And the the, the former chairman from Baowu Group, the, he admitted in twenty fifteen in Nanjing the uh Meishan IRS Steel uh, acquisition cases, uh, in case. Uh, that post Steel's restructuring of this company was a big challenge. It took 17 years to yes. solve the uh, resettlement issue of people. Uh, and uh, in a, another case I can give is the uh, Yanshan Iron Steel. They initiate layoff uh, procedures after it has been formally acquired by Baowu. Mm-hmm. Ma government uh, had issued over 100 million Chinese Yuan to to for the resettlement fees to mm-hmm. pay for someone was being laid off,
0: and 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 I think you note in the report too that the the company was paying out up to fifty thousand yuan per uh, employee in exchange for contract yeah. terminations. Yeah. Um, clearly, the process has become faster for dealing with redundancies, but it's it's an enormous cost yeah. uh, that the company ultimately must bear. Uh, when it acquires yeah, new actually, firms.
1: Yeah, this amount of money is paid by the local government instead of Baowu. This is why we say uh, the uh, state-owned enterprises get uh, natural, natural advantage. Yes. from them,
0: and they have excellent access to credit and all yeah. of this, though it's been mentioned in other reports that debt among these provinces yes. is on the rise. Um, your report paints a picture of a management structure at Baowu at present, uh, that can be quite disjointed at times. Um, can you talk about this a little bit?
1: Yes, I think I have to mention is about the synergy effects, which is uh, uh, a by an uh, American economist. In, in simple words, from my perspective, is like one plus one can be over two. two. And the synergy effect. So,
0: so just to break that down, what you're saying is that. Um, In the context of a company, a company is better off merging with another company and optimizing its operations that way than by simply investing in new capital.
1: Yeah, definitely. And uh, the synergy effects have not been achieved, said by a Chinese official, uh, due to the uh, following reasons, the culture and the interest conflicts. Especially in the consul- consolidation uh, of large scale steel enterprises in different regions, mm. and there are many difficulties difficulties in actual operation in terms of coordinated procurements, unified sales. Uh, let's give a uh, simple examples. Uh, Some uh, there's the uh, same clients working uh, both steel or Wuhan steel asking for a price for a same product. Mm. It- uh, the sales one in Baosteel will give this number, but the, the another sales from the Wuhan RC will give a lower number because they want to improve their sales uh, revenue, mm-hmm. and this is how we call it the internal internal competition.
0: Yeah, so there's a lot of internal competition. There's a lot of management and sales staff that are staying on uh, and it may not necessarily be needed within yes. the structure as a whole. Baowu uh, has just under 200,000 employees by by uh, my last check uh, and it could be potentially more.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, has Baowu made any progress toward building a more unified management structure uh, and can we expect more move, uh, improvement moving forward?
1: Yes, um, they, are, they are moving to the uh the, 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 to more unified management structure, uh, the successful uh, cases, uh, the, the most matured case is like uh, Wuhan, steel and Steel, but mm. it's, it should be go back to four years ago. But uh, some market source also told, indicated that the degree of the internal integration between steel and Wuhan still is still it's still uh not firm after four years till now. Mm-hmm. But uh, this is the first case of uh, the, the the first step of the MA of Ba, ba-, ba-, ba Group. But uh, after four years, it's still not uh very one hundred percent integration. Mm-hmm. But uh, and you also and uh, we also seeing a lot of uh, merger and acquisition after twenty sixteen. It should be uh, not one hundred percent integration so far. Uh, they also, the associates also express that the BOW group's management in this time is too time-consuming in daily works. For example, employees from my Steel need to get uh, approval from the leader of BOW group for mm-hmm. some routine job, which affects work efficiency.
0: Mm-hmm. So there is some improvement, but like with many uh, with many cases in Chinese state-owned organizations, it takes time, and it takes longer yes. than, than traditional uh, market understanding can often yes. relate to. Um, what are some of the potential risks of Baowu not sufficiently dealing with its redundancies and better coordinating its management structure?
1: Oh yeah, great question. Here are two things. The redundancy issue is more about the social responsibility. Mm. It is should be uh, find a way to deal with in in a better way. Otherwise, it's harmful for the Bao brand. Right. But in like the international company, Western companies, they have a labor union. They have a, a power from the labor union to deal with this kind of things. But in China, this is a different thing. Mm. So, but anyway, this is harmful for for the brand if they cannot deal it well and uh, they will have few um, controversial stuff uh, if it can be done well. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, for the management structure, the core is how they coordinate together and move toward to the same side, mm-hmm. uh, avoiding internal competition, as I mentioned, increasing the efficiency. Uh, another popular management style in recent years is uh, flight style management uh, instead of the hierarchy. As I mentioned, the hierarchy is like uh, you 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 do a routine job, you but you have to get approval from the high level management. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, yeah.
0: So, yeah, it, 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 and and it's it should be noted as well uh, that China's you know labor laws are are very tricky. That you know there aren't unions, as you say, but there are you know there are government run. Uh, union-like organizations, and that it's very, uh, you know, every single employee in China is bound to a contract, Yes. and that the contract and the law tends to favor the employee over the com- company, so that to, to eliminate an employee contract usually requires a fairly substantial uh, payment, uh, and there are multiple disputes in this regard. So uh, oftentimes it's it's a lot more expedient to keep that employee on as opposed to uh, to buying out of that contract. Yes. Um, thank you so much, Rico, for joining us. It's been a fascinating talk. Uh, thank you all for tuning in. Please tune in to part two of this interview, uh, where we'll discuss uh, some of um, Bao's newly acquired assets and how it's dealing with those. Uh, Thank you. This has been the MySeal Commodity Podcast. Take care, everyone.